Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. G'day and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's Monday morning here in Sydney, and uh, what a weekend it was! I've got to say, there was quite a bit of activity actually. I haven't, um, I haven't seen so much um, going on for a while. I mean, in the respect that you know, we went up. Uh, we had a couple of bullish days. I mean, Sunday's candle is still yet to close. It closes in the next, uh, what is it, three hours? Uh, but it's likely that it's going to close green as well, which basically means that Saturday and Sunday will have created two buying days or two bullish candles. Now, we don't see that very often over the weekend, i.e. we don't see a great deal of momentum uh, or trading volumes. And we also tend to see the market just kind of trickle sideways and not do a great deal. So to see some bullishness over the weekend was really, really good. Not only was it bullish over the weekend, but following on from Friday, there was actually a couple of really, really fantastic trading opportunities. Uh, I didn't take all of them because there were so many. As a matter of fact, last week was um, a bit of a bonanza. There was, there was a huge amount of trading opportunity out there, uh, not just against the dollar, but against Bitcoin as well. There was also some Ethereum opportunities. I, I stuck with the Bitcoin uh, and the dollar crossed pairs because they do tend to have more volume. I tell you, I mean, I actually got stopped out of one trade last week. It was Request Network against Bitcoin. And as it should turn out, as I get stopped out the next day, it took off. Uh, one chain was also a really good one as was Walton. ICX also pulled back into that cradle zone along with many other uh, tokens as well. The standout for me last week was definitely Litecoin, a beautiful pullback on the eight hour back into that cradle zone, uh, eight, 12, 16 hour, all beautiful little uh, little candles in that buy zone. And um, since then, uh, it has moved quite strongly. Now, if you haven't already, uh, get across to the website, I did a bit of a video um, about the the magnetic effect of support and resistance and um, how price pulls back to certain levels quite consistently. And we've seen it on EOS against the dollar, how he had a very strong level of support. Uh, EOS, of course, um, had, a, had a decent move up into that level. Uh, I believe... Um, no, IOTA hasn't yet, but it was EOS. And now we've got Litecoin moving back towards that $74 mark. So go and have a look at that in the charts. Draw in $74. Have a look at the daily time frame and have a look at how price seems to magnetize towards these levels. It's a very, very good, uh, a very, very good thing to understand as a trader because we always want to know what's likely. And, uh, and what's controlling the market. Now, these levels don't control the market by any stretch, but they certainly do come into play as price does get closer to them. And they're a really good place for you know, scaling out or targeting, that sort of thing. I also got a really wonderful trade on Bitcoin. I've been waiting for an opportunity to enter long in this most recent trend. Now, with this particular trade on Bitcoin, and you can see it on Facebook and whatnot, I've put it out, uh, I put a, a screenshot. I didn't say I was taking the trade because I don't tip people, but for those that know, they know and they will have probably taken that trade. It's up to them to make their decisions. They have the checklist, as do many of you that are listening. But um, as I say, you know, I, I take you to the water, you decide to drink or not. And in this case, Bitcoin has moved very, very well. Uh, not as well as Litecoin. It's not, it's not performed quite as well as what Litecoin has. Litecoin's been the, the definite rock star there. It's, it's definitely moved a lot better. Uh, that being said, um, I'm really happy to be long on Bitcoin, and I'll continue to look to try and find ways to add to the position. Now, what I'm doing with that is uh, literally, you know, when I say add to the position, I'm, I'm waiting for more good trades. So 
as a good trade turns up, I'll take that trade and I'll look to maybe scale out one-to-one and leave half of it to run on. I'm looking to build a position over time that ends up being quite a large position. Because here's some perspective for you guys. I think it was about, took about 20 days last year, about 20 days to see Bitcoin do about four to 600%. It doesn't take long. When Bitcoin gets moving, it really gets moving and it takes off like nothing I've ever seen in the markets before. And that's just the way Bitcoin goes. And it does it again and again and again and again. So hearing people talk about, you know, getting to 30,000 by the end of the year, you know, if we're starting from a seven or eight platform, yeah, if it does get as parabolic as what it has done in some of these major moves of the past, then yes, I can, it, can, it can happen. I'm not suggesting that it will happen, but what I am doing is while we are in this daily uptrend, and we are in a daily uptrend, while we're in this daily uptrend, I'm looking to build positions into this. Now, I'm always managing my risk as I do this, guys. Don't take, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I'm, I'm not lobbing a huge amount of risk on and hoping for the best. There's a smart way to, to grow a large position, and there's a dumb way. The dumb way is the high risk way, which is I think it's going to go up, so therefore I'm just going to throw a huge amount on and just hope that I'm right, which is really dumb. That's not managing your risk at all. The other way is to have a position where you, you get in, you add to it, buy another trade. And say it pulls back on the boost, like I was trying to get a trade again yesterday uh, at 7131 buy, got to 7138, and then shot off $200 or more than $200 in a quite a radical spike. And then what you do is you look to sort of scale out. This is what I do anyway. I'll scale out, minimize my risk, and leave that other half of the position run. And I'll be looking to trail my stop base on a daily time frame. So let's say I get an entry on the four hour. I won't be trailing my stop on the four hour for that last position, the bit that's risk-free. Why? Because I'm looking to take advantage of a much, much bigger move. Effectively getting in on, say, a four hour, a two hour, or a one hour, or even a you know 12 hour. It doesn't really matter how you enter it, but I'll be looking to trail my stop based on the higher time timeframes because that's the move I'm after. Now, in this case, yes, because I'm, you know, scaling out and not taking, you know, not locking in as much profit on the way up. Yeah, it could turn. And if it does turn, I'll get stopped out of everything. And it will likely, depending on how far it's moved, not cost me anything. Or it might end up being a profit depending on how far it's moved. And if I've had an opportunity to raise my stop based on those higher timeframes. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't turn around, if it keeps on moving, then I might end up having a three, four, five, six, seven percent position without that risk, with zero risk, having a nice big trade on. Now, if Bitcoin does take off into a ten thousand dollar run, that is a sort of trade that can really make your entire year, and in often, and often, sorry, it can create a trading career. So, guys, that's my take today. It's a beautiful day here. I hope you have a fantastic day, and if you are still enjoying your Sunday. For all the dads out there, happy Father's Day for yesterday if you're in the Australasian region. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, well, I guess it's still Father's Day for you. So enjoy it. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. 